You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond, to the clubhouse, to the front office, this is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Quick Trip. For all your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded chicken, Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. Welcome to Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip. For all of your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken, Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. Welcome to Target Field. I'm Corey Provis as our Sunday programming continues. And always a treat to have you with us along today. And a special guest joining us on our Sunday show. Pleased to welcome in the bench coach for the Minnesota Twins. We say good afternoon to Mike Bell. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great, Corey. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to visit with you. And you're in your first season now with the Minnesota Twins. And let's kind of go back to the offseason. How did this come to be for you? Oh man, I this it's been a kind of a long time coming, I guess. But you know, I was with the Diamondbacks for 12, 13 years. I, I was in my my previous position for going on ten. Um, and you know, over the last couple of years, I, I had uh, some conversations about getting back in the dugout. Uh, it really sparked my my interest um, earlier in the winter, the the previous year or this past year. Things didn't work out, and uh, I was prepared to start my 10th year as the Diamondbacks uh, farm director. And right before the winter, the winter meetings, um, uh, the Twins called, and, and I was able to sit down with, there was like 15, 16, 18 different people, I think, at the winter meetings I met with. And of course, I met with Rocco. We, we spent a, a coffee and breakfast brunch together. and. And uh, I guess to hit it off, and I, I really enjoyed our conversation. I, I think he, he did as well, and one thing led to another, and, and here I am. So if not for the winter meetings, if not uh, having that, that, that physical interaction, that conversation, would you be with the Twins today? Um, I, probably not. I, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of uh, close ties. You know, there were some one-off relationships. You know, I knew... knew Knew Thad a little bit, but it goes back years and years ago. Um, he he knew my dad much better. Um, of course, I've, I've heard so many great things about Derek. There there's a lot of I I, I think the relationship between the Diamondbacks and the Twins was, was great. Um, I, I think my bosses with with the Diamondbacks spoke highly when when Derek and Thad called, and so so that helped. But I think the personal interaction that we had there. Um, at the winter meetings was, was, was vital to this coming together. Going back to, to, to 2019, and I'm sure you, know, you were a different team, different league, different organization, but were you watching the Twins from afar and maybe what you heard and what you saw on highlights compared to now being immersed in this physically every day, were those expectations met? Were there any surprises or uh, things you learned along the way? Uh. Yeah, well, so I did watch them from from afar, the, be- the best you can, you know, more more highlights and clips and here and there and every now and then you catch a game. But, you know, I, I think it goes back to when uh, Rocco was introduced as a manager and, and listening to him 
speak, you know, as the first press conference I heard, and actually my dad and, and brothers and I talked about it, and just hearing him talk uh, about the way he envisioned, like, being a part of the team and, and leading a group of, of men and uh, the communication that would be involved and the way he would treat them. And, like, it, it, you don't you don't hear that very often. And it's hard to put your finger on it, but it was a very humble way that he spoke, um, very respectful in, in how he viewed uh, players and coaches and, and how he viewed being a part of a team. And it's just, it's something that you, you don't hear <laughs> that often. And, and so that, that caught my, my attention and, and I followed them. I think my dad and, and brother did as well. Uh, heard him speak again. I think it was after he won uh, uh, his his award. I'm not talking about the most handsome manager <laughs> award. I'm talking about the uh, uh, the manager of the year. And, and again, just just hearing him talk. I, my dad sent me a, and David a, a message, and it, it said so I could go back and read it. it said something to the uh, uh, to the idea that man, it's good to see people think in similar ways that that we do. Uh, it kind of justifies, you know, maybe maybe how we think about the game. And, and as far as surprises, I, I don't think so. I you know I've heard such great things about all the guys on the team here. You know, from from Nelly, you know, to to Polo, to Louie, to Mitch Garver. I knew Alex, I Cap, Buck. I, all these guys, I'm missing missing guys and names, but it, it's such a great group of guys. So it really didn't didn't surprise me. You said something that that just caught my attention. The way that your family, you come from a very storied, successful baseball family, from your grandfather, Gus, to your dad, Buddy, a former manager, of course, former player, your your brother, David, now managing with the Reds, yourself, you've been in baseball a long time. The way that your family views the game is comparable to the way that Rocco Baldelli views the game. So, again, you mentioned the text, and maybe it's not handy, but but what what is similar about that? And I, this, so, I don't know. I, I think you hear a lot about the game now, and I, I don't know, players being entitled and this and that and the other thing, and the game's not the same, you know, whether it's the bunning or guys don't know fundamental, all these things. And, it, you know, I, 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 I sit back and look at it, and, and I've heard my dad say this numerous times. I actually, I, I'll go, even Roland Heeman, I don't know if you yeah, remember sure, that. And I mean, sure, gr- yeah. great general manager has done so many great things in the game and um, I had the pleasure to work with him in, in Arizona. Uh, he helped me get my job in Arizona but I heard him talk about players today and and he said players are so much better today <laughs> than, than they were previously and, and I know that might not be popular to, to say right now. Um, I think it just says how much respect that that Roland has, or my dad has, or my brother, or Rocco has, uh, in regards to the players these days. Sure, they're different. Every generation is different, and and for Rocco or or my dad, um, or, or in, anybody that that respects that, I, I think it, it says a lot. They appreciate uh, change. Um, they know and understand how hard it is to play the game, especially now with the social media with everything that's involved, all the attention, and for the players to be doing what they, they can do. I mean, they're specialized, the way they train, the way they worked out. And, and I know I look at it, I think my dad looks at it, or Roland Heeman, or Rocco, like, they should be better. You know, all these years of, of knowledge, 
um, that that have been learned and then passed down to each generation. Every generation should be better. And I remember my grandpa saying things like that. But you know, you don't hear a lot of people talk that way. But I know Rocco feels that way, and I'm proud to to be working here with him. Well, really good stuff there from Twins bench coach Mike Bell. We'll take a break. When we come back, I want to get into what is. The, the responsibilities that uh, that fall into the lap of a modern-day bench coach, also just coaching period right now during a pandemic, has its challenges. We'll talk about that and much more coming up with Mike Bell when Inside Twins continues on your home for Twins Baseball. Welcome back to Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip for all of your grocery essentials plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken. Twins fans, Quick Trip as you covered. Corey Provis back with you along with Twins bench coach Mike Bell the modern-day responsibility and maybe responsibilities for a, for a bench coach in 2020, Mike, or what? I, I think every, every team it varies. Um, before I, I went to spring training this year, I, I met with, with several uh, current bench coaches, former bench coaches. Um, you know, obviously talked to my, my brother, who's a manager and was a bench coach. I think every team is different. Um, so when I went to spring training, I, I wasn't sure where I was was going to fit within the staff. Uh, every every area was pretty well covered. Um, you know, we in, infield play with Tony Diaz, outfield base running uh, with with Tommy. Obviously, the, the hitting is covered with Edgar and, and Rudy. Uh, Bill Evers was doing the catching and, and so on. So I, I had to kind of find my niche a little bit, and it, it took me a while. I, I would say it took me all of spring training th- throughout the quarantine, you know, when when Rocco and I and the staff were, were doing uh, simulated games. It, it, it took a little bit uh, of time. Uh, so for me, I, I think I'm, I'm starting to, to get that now. Um, Bill Evers isn't here, so I've – taken on, I guess, some of the, the responsibilities with the catching. Uh, that wasn't my background, so leaning on different people here, whether it's uh, Nate Dahman or, or or Garrett in the bullpen, our, our bullpen catcher. So, and, and those guys are, are dealing with more mechanics, but just staying in touch with, with the catchers a little bit more, how they're feeling day to day. I love the in-game stuff, uh, preparing for the game. And then in game, just just trying to come up with as many ideas, situations that, that could present themselves. Uh, just be in Rocco's ear, mention them to him, see which direction he wants to go. Uh, have an answer if he asks me what I'm thinking. Um, that's that's kind of what I'm doing now. You know, there's some little day to day stuff that you pick up on, but um, uh, that, that's it right now. When he, when you guys have those in-game conversations, and it's tight, maybe it's a late-game situation, and you are there for a sounding board, but also for advice. Does he want a yes man, or does he welcome some some constant and not you know criticism, but also some good feedback about playing devil's advocate if you need to? Yeah, well, we haven't talked about specifically, but I, you know, I, I definitely don't think he wants me just to confirm what he's thinking all the time and 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 i can say that comfortably because whether that's wes or or, or myself uh when, when we offer a different opinion it's he accepts it and it's 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 welcomed um it's not to say we 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 do what i mention all the time but you know i i can i can tell he appreciates uh the, the feedback the information the ideas 
the suggestions. Um, and, and we just, I think we work well together. Uh, and, and that's Wes, too. Wes is constantly in, in Rocco's ear, obviously, with the, the pitching. Um, and, and I think we, we, the three of us work well together in game. You know, no one's feelings get, gets hurt. And, you know, I think we, we each see the game a little bit differently. Um, so, so there are different opinions, I would say, every day. You know, but, but ultimately, uh, we're, we're trying to put the, the, the team the pitching staff, the players in the in the best position for them to be successful and ultimately the team, and and we respect one another for that. What's been the biggest challenge during uh, this pandemic, just coaching and being part of a big league staff during the height of this pandemic? I, I mean, for me, it, it's, it's just the daily interaction. Uh, maybe not daily, because I think we're, we're at the ballpark. We're we are interacting. Of course, we have masks on. Uh, nobody's in this room, by the way. That's why I have my masks, my mask off. But and it'll be heavily sanitized after I'm done. But um, you know, I, I would say after the games. You know, when when you have time in the day, and you really can't do anything together outside the, the ballpark and outside the realm of, of baseball. You can't go out for for dinner at night. You can't. Uh, share a meal together you can't sit in the lobby together you can't hey come over to my room we'll grab some pizza and a beer like you, you can't do that and I, I I've always thought you know when I started playing this game uh, and, and it, a lot of it hasn't changed you you play because you want to be with your buddies you know um, you play because you like the competition and it, you know and, and now we, we get the competition but we don't get to hang out with our buddies like like we want to all the time you know but but I, I know and I think I speak for, for our staff and the players, especially with what's going on in the world, we're, we're blessed to be working. We're blessed to be working in this beautiful stadium uh, for this organization that has given us so much. And so, yeah, while, while moments are, are difficult, um, I, I just I'm grateful for, for what we have right now. Yeah, something I was wondering and, and, and still think about a lot on a day like today, it's gorgeous. Uh, Sunday here at Target Field would be packed. There'd be 40,000 people here to see this team play. And, of course, that's not happening. And I wondered, without the fans inside the ballpark, would the competitive fire be there inside the dugout? And I watch it, and I see it, and I hear it, but you're in there immersed in it every single day. Without fans, does that competitive fire still exist? Do you see it? Is it pretty prevalent? Without a doubt. I mean, there are times we miss the fans dearly. I mean, you, you hear it, I would say, multiple time, times a day, like uh, players, staff talking about the fans. Um, and, and, yeah, like that's going to be just an amazing day when, when people are, are let back uh, in the stadiums, especially here. I've, I've, I haven't been here to a game with fans, uh, but, but we'll, we'll – what I know about the fans here and the support that the community gives this team, I, I think we're all we're all craving that uh, incredibly. Um, but yeah, when the game starts, I mean these these are, are grown men, best in the world playing this game, and and you, you feel the competition, you know, because if it's not there, you'll get embarrassed, um, you know, whether that's us being coaches and not being prepared and. Or, or the players, and, and you, you can feel it throughout the game. Um, and and I'm, 
I, you know, Rocco said it in one meeting. I think I've said it in a couple meetings in our advanced meetings. I, it's just how impressed we are with our, our players and, and the competition and the way they compete every day. So it is definitely there. Across the game, and this is something that I'm still surprised with, and maybe you are, maybe you're not, but I thought the season beginning in just the, the heart of summer that offenses would have the advantage. And yet you look across the game and collectively the batting average is down slugging is down from where it was at the end of last year the lack of offense and maybe the game shifting a little bit we've seen some bigger numbers put up in recent days the last week or so but the lack of offense throughout the game right now it does that surprise you uh so before we started summer camp i, I had some long conversations uh, with with my dad, and he he was really concerned about the players, the health of the players, and and the offense. Um, he thought it was it was really going to lag behind, uh, and I wasn't sure. I, I kind of felt like I thought we could be creative enough with summer camp uh, to get the guys ready to prepare them, have enough uh, simulated games, and, and as I watched those unfold, I saw our hitters. Uh, making some big strides, and then, then we then we started the season. Uh, so I, I had I was hopeful, um, but then when you take a step back, you see the numbers across the league uh, being down a little bit. It, it's really not a surprise. I mean, we were playing simulated games. The guys got live at bats. It, it is different when you're facing your your teammates. It, there's just the adrenaline. Um, Maybe isn't there. The speed of the game just isn't quite there. I also think your legs aren't under you. There's just only so much you can do. Like you play a baseball game, you're on your feet for for three hours, and that's after being on your feet for a couple hours for a workout. And and I think guys don't don't realize when their legs get a little fatigued. And I'm not even saying sore, just not fresh. I I, I do think that uh, uh, can inhibit your ability to. Uh, to, to hit uh, and, and make make changes and you just feel a little slow a little sluggish and you can't figure it out why so it not surprising but I, I i do expect the the numbers to go up soon this is inside twins brought to you by quick trip we'll take a final break come back and wrap things up with twins bench coach mike bell next on your home for twins baseball final segment of inside twins brought to you by quick trip for all of your grocery essentials plus hot food including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken twins fans quick trip as you covered. Mike, I want to wrap up the show if we can, and I don't want to rush through this, but it's an important topic. So much of your previous coaching background was involved in player development and minor league development. Now across the game, sadly, there isn't a minor league system right now in 2020. How concerned are you about that vital part of the game moving forward? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am concerned. I, I, I know, I mean, the game is, is so difficult in what these young players go through, uh, the ups and downs, and I mean, just the bats, the innings that they, they accumulate, I, it, it is a big deal. And, you know, for guys to, to miss a full season is, is concerning. Um, fortunately, I, I do think the, the, the way guys are training now on their own, they do so much more than, than I did as a, as a young player on their own. Like, we we played in the season. That was it. You go home for the off season. You're off now. Now these guys are training. Uh, they're working out together. They're going to different facilities and, and, and doing it. So uh, I, I think I think that'll help. Um, 
but I certainly hope we get the, the minor leagues up and running again next year. I, I do think it's an important part. Just the emotional, uh, the emotional uh, development they, they need. I don't, I don't think they can get that without playing games, being on the road, traveling, uh, going through those ups and downs and getting the support from their coaches. All right, final 30 seconds. If uh, the Twins are taking BP and the manager wants to hear fish in the background, you want Pearl Jam. Who wins? <laughs> the manager, for sure. <laughs> I, what, I, you know what? I, I, I love it. We were in uh, um, Kansas City and our lockers were together uh, or close. And, and we had some nice tunes going on. We had the radio station uh, inspired by the Grateful Dead. And we all heard all, all kinds of of, of good music, but he likes Pearl Jam too. And we, we listened to, he was listening to Fleetwood Mac the other day, but we, we, we both like good music and uh, we, we have a pretty broad range of, of uh, likes. Hey Mike, thanks for the time. Really enjoyed the conversation. Anytime, Corey. Thank you. You've been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Quick Trip. For all your grocery essentials, plus hot food, including pizza and freshly prepared hand-breaded fried chicken, Twins fans, Quick Trip has you covered. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.